0: dakota beverage the south dakota golf association pucett speedway comfort king and Corey and the fireflies
1: and welcome to a thursday edition of calling all sports we got a great show lined up for you today i'm mark ovendon with curtis riggs who right before we came on the air goes you know your quarterback's really (laughs) bad did you think you were telling me something i didn't know Uh, i've watched
2: uh, I, i i just uh i love the perspective of of an ingrained fan like not just a fan oh but passionate yeah. yeah and um it to to hear your your feedback about that throw was the exact same thing i said was that was the worst throw i've ever seen an nfl quarterback make
1: we're talking about mac jones on sunday morning uh, over in germany with a chance to win the game mike asيكي's open by 7 yards yes, in the end zone wide open. and he and he literally short armed it um uh, don't you think from watching that, as we we'll, we we'll, we're gonna talk all about high school football, but since you brought it up right before we went on the air, uh, that tells you, cause Jones was pretty good his, for his rookie year, mm-hmm. Um he, he, they were 10 and 7, they made the playoffs, I was like, oh, there, there's, there's hope here. He's not gonna be Tom Brady, but I think he could be pretty good. Once you lose your confidence, as a quarterback, you were a quarterback, And you got guys screaming at you and you got the media hating you and the fans chanting for the backup quarterback. How you lose your confidence. It's usually almost impossible to get it back in that situation.
2: Well, and I I think when you start benching and then starting again and then always the fear of being benched again. Um, uh, body language speaks volumes, and you see everything with Mac Jones on his body language. When he makes a mistake, you can see him coming to the sideline, frustration, but also, uh, am I done? And uh, that throw right there, he probably was fearful he may have a, a red tag in his locker right after the game, or hey, find your own way back to the states. Um, that that was that was awful, and uh, I I think when they. Hired their D coordinator to be their offensive coordinator. Last year. That, yeah. Uh, that really uh added to the 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 just his his progression has is, is gone the wrong way quickly. Um but you're right. Good first year and since that point it, it has not been good. Do you think there's hope for him somewhere else? But, uh oof. I, I I heard this morning that someone said they saw him as a starting quarterback. So I think he needs to be a backup, come in. Spark a team, you know, do, you come in, be that guy, that case Keenum, come in, give someone life, and then see possibly, but I don't see it as a starting quarterback. No. Okay. All right. Josh Jobs, on the other hand, uh, Viking uh, fans can be excited about that.
1: I am. I'm not even a Vikings fan, and I, I suddenly think Cousins was good. I yeah. never, ever thought he was great.
2: Well, and I he was good. I thought he was thinking really good. Of what they would have to pay him to yeah. bring him back now. They're not gonna I, do that. I, no, no way, not now. This Dobbs could be their quarterback of the future. Possibly, I think they're impressed with how he picked it up so fast, how he's making plays with his legs. You don't see that very often. I think the the skilled guys appreciate how he's dispersing the ball. He's taking what the defense gives rather than feeling like I gotta force it somewhere. Now that might change when Jefferson's back in the lineup, Um but I think Jefferson always should be the first go to. But uh, Haddison's shown that he can do a lot, and Hawkinson's been outstanding also. Well, they
1: worked they worked out together in the offseason, he and Hawkinson. Yeah. There was a relationship yeah. and a chemistry there already. So. Yeah. All right, when we come back, uh, Curtis and I will talk uh, with Jared Fredenberg about his Lincoln Patriots, talk about chemistry, his quarterback, and his receivers, yikes. It's never been like that before in the his- history of South Dakota uh, with Tate Schaefer and all the guys he throws to. We'll talk to Fred, and then in the second half of the show, Steve Steele joins us along with Matt Grave, all three state championship coaches.
3: or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. No one does Black Friday better than Ashley. Score exclusive styles and doorbuster prices so low, you won't be able to take home just one. Others can't beat these prices and selection. Plus, discover featured finds starting at just $8 a month. Get a free adjustable base upgrade with select mattress purchases. That's an entire queen adjustable mattress set for only $6.69. We've never had a deal this good. Your Black Friday mattress and doorbuster savings are waiting. No one does Black Friday better
2: than Ashley.
0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King.
1: And hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mark Ovenitt, along with co-host Curtis Riggs today. Uh Curtis, you're going to be happy to know that the at Arby's, the Wagyu Burger is coming back. In fact, it is back as of this Monday, and it's back all the way until the day after Christmas, and they've got They've got a special on it too. So, uh, I, I, know, I know you've talked about how much you like Arby's, but it, to those who haven't had the Wagyu burger, which is me,
2: yeah, I, 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 I haven't had it. regular roast beef. That's yeah, always my go-to. That, that now, to. I, I'm sure Coach Fredenberg, who's coming on um, now that the season's over, he, he it's feast and fam. Now he's he's g- going to go out there and experience everything. Is that true, Fred? <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, let's go get a couple burgers, man. Let's go. All right, the Wagyu burgers at Arby's—they're real. They're—I I have not had one yet. Neil Graff has had several. I talked him into trying them, and now he loves them. So, uh, you know, if Neil likes them, then that's good enough for me. And they they look great on TV on those commercials. So that's unfair. Hey, congrats on winning a state title. Uh, I know how much it meant to you. You've been coaching for for quite a while. I've known you since my kids were little, and uh, I it. it was it jubilation or was it a relief? Which was it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> it was both. Uh, yeah,
5: I mean, yeah. Um, you know, just I, I really felt it in the semifinal game. You know, I, I felt that was kind of the, the more pressure game. Um, just to kind of get that monkey off our back in the semis. We've been there for, you know, that had been our fourth straight year of being in the semis. And, and, and finally getting to the, the dome game was, was a huge relief.
1: And the end of the semifinal game, you had not had a close game all year. The closest game, I think, was Harrisburg, and it was an 18-point game, and it had been a 27-point game or whatever, and they just made it closer. The end of that semifinal game, I even found myself going, hmm. And I I was on your sideline shooting, because that's the side I shoot from, and I sensed your team, I sensed such a sigh of relief when that, if that game had gone five quarters, you might have been in trouble.
5: Well, you know, if, if they had, I actually felt good to tell you the truth. Um, you know, with the defense, so we had, we had a dime package ready to go. So we had four corners in there with, with two safeties over the top and we were playing man two free. Um, and, uh, usually in that, you're not going to get to the quarterback, but you know, sacking the quarterback on first down really, really, really saved us. And, and so it got them behind the sticks. And, and after that, I, I felt pretty good because I thought we could keep a guy over the top of Delaney and keep a guy over Bonwell witty Um, and because I, did, I didn't think those other two guys were, were going to hurt us.
1: Those two guys certainly can though. Holy cow. For sure. Uh, for yeah, those for that don't, sure. haven't ever seen them play, uh, that's about as, you know, you've got great wide receivers on your team, but those, those two guys can just absolutely blow the top off, can't they?
5: Yeah, well, Delaney, uh, you know, really wasn't used. He, he was used, but, but in our game, they really tried to stretch the field with him, you know, um and so he's fast, he's big, um, he's just a really good athlete, and, uh, so he was a tough handle for us that game.
2: Freddie, congrats, man. Well deserved. I yeah, appreciate it. Um... Hey, do you feel like no matter how much you harped on the championship game was, it's just another football game, same amount of time, step on the field the same. The guys still felt that sense of pressure that first half.
5: Um, you know, I don't know if they really felt the pressure as much as uh, OG really had a good plan. I mean they they moved late in their defenses. I, I thought they did a lot to confuse Tate. Um, and, and you notice Tate was holding on to the ball, uh, you know, kind of waiting for it to clear. Um, and then, you know, that they, they blitzed more than what they did the first game. And so I, I think they did a lot to confuse, confuse us. Um, you know, these guys have been through a lot of big games, whether it's baseball or basketball or, or football. So, um, you know, being in high pressure, pressure situations really aren't, uh, it, it, it's not foreign to them. Uh, I just I think o g had a really good plan.
1: I was shocked at the uh, the score I mean it was seven nothing with a minute to go in the half when the to be honest, I thought that botched field goal that was picked up and run in was a tremendous play. That.
5: What do you mean, bot? What do you mean, bot? That's
1: oh, excuse all part me. of the plan. Oh, you'd practice <laughs> yeah. that. Okay. I'm even more impressed then. I honestly thought when you did that you were going to win the game. But but leading up to that point, I never in my wildest dreams could have imagined a 7 to nothing halftime score with you two teams that combined for almost 100 points the first time you played.
5: Yeah, especially with the amount of turnovers that there were in the first half, too. Yeah. Um, you know neither offense really took control of of the game you know in the first quarter when the, when they both had opportunities to do so
2: what do you think the area you guys improved the most from the beginning of the season to the end of the season was the offensive line defense db's what area
5: uh gosh i i think defense as a whole um you know coming in that was kind of the, the area I was most concerned with because it was the most amount of kids that didn't have varsity
3: experience.
5: And, um, you know, we, we kind of – we got Roosevelt at the right time. You know, they had the kids out. And then we had Rapid City uh, Central. And so they were allowed to kind of get their feet wet at the beginning and, and really they, they, they played really well, um, you know, all year. And, and that was the biggest surprise to me and, and the biggest gains that I thought that our, that our team had.
1: Jared Fredenberg's our guest, the head coach of the Lincoln Patriots who win the state 11 AAA championship. I think it was 31 to seven last Saturday night down at the dome. Uh, and all year long up until the semifinal game, uh, it was almost like watching Madden football. You guys, we're just scoring at will against everybody. Uh, and, and yes, Tate Schaefer to Jack Smith was the most prolific combination in state history, but you've got other receivers that, you know, Isaac Jaroski, um, uh, Mikey Roach who made a great catch in that Brandon Valley mm-hmm. game right in front of me. I thought, wow, that wasn't yeah. 17. That wasn't 11. Who was that? Uh, yeah. that had to be fun for you offensively just to have a team like this, I mean, just and, and just let them go out there and play almost sandlot football?
5: Yeah, there, there were there were times when I just, I really didn't know what to say. Um, you know, the, the, the first game against, well, Je- the Jefferson game, and we put that many points up on them, and I thought they were a really good defensive team. And um, so that kind of opened my eyes on really the possibilities, and then you know the the OG game was the next big test for us and, and to put up that many points i think it was 55 uh or 58 against OG and, and i have all the respect in the world for Shannon Papika and what he does with that defense and Herm and those guys and and so um i didn't know what to say and then when when we went out to Brandon which i considered you know a really really good team and i know i know you did too Curtis um you know to put that amount of points out in Brandon like that, I, I just I was speechless.
2: Yeah, I, I thought that game especially. Uh, you guys came out and looked as sharp as you had all season. I mean, you had 21 points in the first quarter in the blink of an eye, and Schaefer and Smith looked just unstoppable. But they have six touchdowns. They had yeah. five, and he had a sixth. Right? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah, you know, Jack, I, I think what really helped us in that game, guys, was, um, you know, Brandon had lost two games and, and, uh, and then they'd won four straight or or something like that and, and beat Pierre, you know, and so, oh, they beat Pierre. Well, they're the six-time champion, you know, oh, geez, Brandon must be really, really good if they can beat Pierre. And, and so then there were, there were people that were picking Brandon to beat us. And that didn't really sit well with our guys. And I know, you know, I caught some of them talking about it during the week. And um, and um so they came out really focused. That game, more than any, they really wanted to prove themselves.
1: And the odd thing about it is your guys are so low-key and quiet. Uh We yeah. talked about this earlier in the season after I interviewed Tate and Jack. I thought, do these guys ever get fired up about anything? I mean, they're just... Kind of almost, yep. almost whole hum about it. I know they're not whole hum about it, but they come across that way.
5: Right. And, you know, I, I just think their, their mentality and their emotions are just in check. Um, Tate's been that way since, you know, the sophomore year. I mean, you know, he had 18 interceptions at a sophomore and, and he'd come off after like a, his third interception of the game and he was still fairly calm. And I'm like, God, what's wrong with this kid? He just threw his third pick. He, he's got to be mad, you know, and stuff. But, but you know, he, he got a little fired up in that BV game a little bit, but still six interceptions, and he's coming to the sidelines. He'll give people fives, but, you know, he goes straight back to the offenses, uh, offensive coaches and starts looking at the film, and and he, he's really even-keeled. And, and I think, you know, Curtis can uh, attest to this. If you're if your quarterback. Isn't too high during the good times, or isn't too low during the bad times. He can control that huddle, and he can control the rest of the team because they believe in him that he's not going to freak out.
2: Freddie, I, I, I know you were saying we were talking off um, off air. It, you know when Schaefer and Smith were sophomores, yeah, they were so exciting, but uh, still really raw. Made a lot of mistakes, like you said, but learning from it. Then junior year, you know, last year. Uh, you guys were good, but just didn't quite have that, that, that it factor yet. Not quite, quite there. And you you faced a really good Jefferson team, but you this year said that you lost some good players, but you actually became a better team. Do you see that same process happening again with your young players? I mean, what's in the future?
5: Well, you know, that that you're accurate with that. we had some talented guys, a lot that, that went on to play uh, in college. Um, this team is just closer, and, um, you know, they've been friends. A couple of them had said in their post-game interviews, you know, we've been doing this since fifth grade together, and a lot of them have played on the same youth teams, you know, for, for a long, long time. And, and so hopefully, you know, each class is different. Uh, this class is pretty special. Um, they're really close. The, you know, they give each other crap in the hallways, in the classes every day. And, you know, they kid around with each other, but yet they have each other's back at a drop of a hat, too. And so, um, you know, the the, the classes coming up. I mean, we have 24 juniors that will be, you know, seniors next year. So, um, you know, I, I think the future's bright. Our JV team went undefeated um, and only gave up seven points the entire year. Uh, in jv football so we're really excited about those guys coming up and we're going to start our off-season program on november 27th and so next year starts for us here in a couple weeks
1: well congrats enjoy it and uh let me know what you think of the wagyu burger send me a text <laughs> i
5: i will hey um and i wanted to while curtis is on the phone here too i just you know, you guys were talking about Josh Dobbs, and you know who they played this week, Curtis. So it's going to be the no-fly zone. So that bubble's going to burst here in in about a couple days.
1: <laughs> wow! Didn't the Broncos give up? <laughs> yeah. Didn't they give up seventy points to Miami?
5: Come on! No, come on! Now that's we don't live in the past. We live <laughs> in the present. And, and uh, Pat Mahomes and uh, Josh Allen just went down to them. So they're they're a totally different team, and their defense is ready to roll.
1: I agree. They're playing better. All right, <laughs> oh, I'm impartial, and I, I I really like the way Dobbs is playing. So uh, I do
5: too, man. What he did, man, what he did coming in to win that first game was un- unbelievable.
1: Right. You had to love that. All right, congrats again, and uh, have a great winter.
5: All right, appreciate it, Mark. Thanks,
1: Jared Frenberg, our guest, head coach of the Lincoln Patriot, champion in eleven triple A football.
4: No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to
3: or go to BillionAuto.com slash
1: fleet. For that extra special gift, look no further than the Diamond Room. Justin Shadow and his staff will make the entire experience an enjoyable one.
3: We've been helping customers for almost three decades, and alone Specter has actually been in the business much longer than that. We have the largest selection of loose diamonds in the region. We also have two in-house goldsmiths and two graduate gemologists on staff.
1: Visit the Diamond Room at 3501 West 57th Street Sioux Falls, or call 605-362-0008 for an appointment. Or you can
3: always check out our new website at thediamondroom.com.
1: Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org.
6: Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago.
4: It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for
6: advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting BIGBEEF to 8500.
0: This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, Hussett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.
1: Well, we got 30 seconds here before we take a break, so there's not any time for Curtis and I to get into any topic at all because that's physically impossible for us to have a 30-second conversation. just doesn't work. But I know as excited as you are for the fact that uh, the Wagyu Burger is back at Arby's, uh, there's also Lewis Drug. I stopped in at Lewis Drug today to, just to drop off my mail. I, I I love the fact that they got a post office there for me. They got everything since 1980, 1942, 81 years. Lewis Drug has been in business. Stay with us. We're going to talk uh, more high school football right after this. Now is a great time to. Repeat-